back to recover. I'm not happy. Brad hit the high point, I guess. Whatever. Hello. Welcome to Backdoor Cover or whatever. Uh, this is a sports podcast. I'm Micah. I'm joined by Brad. It's melancholy, Micah. Dead to me. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. You're not going to make it. Are I you? hate Mike McCarthy. I hate him. Okay. With a fiery passion. Okay. What? What's? What are you so oh. mad about of his decisions last night? Do you want to unpack well, this right here, or what? Where, where, where are we at here? Now, first, I'm going to take an early bird CBD gummy okay. so I can calm down a little bit. Okay. And uh, the best place to get these early bird CBD gummies is at earlybirdcbd.com slash new year. New year. That's one word. Early, earlybirdcbd.com slash new year or use promo code BDC. Uh, promo code new year, one word, will save you 20% off for new and returning users. That's right. Our visitors to earlybirdcbd.com slash new year. Uh, I have stocked up. I am going to take one so I can calm down a little bit. Have you got I've the tincture yet? A, yes, I do have the tincture. Okay, I have not me started too. playing with it. I'm pretty excited. But if you've been, if you've investigated Micah's read of the week, the last two weeks, I've featured mocktail recipes featuring, uh, early bird CBD tincture. So there's a lot of, a lot of options out here. And on my podcast, mind of Micah, mm. I've got a two part, episode or two two uh, part Double interview banger. coming later this week yeah with all three founding uh founding fathers founding partners of early bird cbd and i think you'll find it to be a fascinating look at how you establish a business like this how their their business stands out and uh i think you'll like it they're good dudes it's and an interesting industry it. for so, sure yeah so there's three early birds. early bird cbd.com slash new year so, and, uh, and for the record, that word lasts. Yeah, that lasts through January thirty first. So, even if you've bought from them in the past and you're interested in restocking, this is uh this is the time you got to do it now. If you're going to do it, twenty uh, percent off available through January thirty first. So, promo code New Year. Use the URL with New Year at the end, and you're good to go. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's start with the Cowboys. I I I just I hate this guy. I hate this this big sloppy uh-huh. fat loser Mike McCarthy. Okay, uh, he's just such a slob. He looks he makes Steve Bannon look like he's put together. <laughs> he is just he's a trash human. Just looking at him, uh, he lied his way into getting this job in the first place. How he rode Aaron Rodgers to a Super Bowl and then he lied his way. He told Jerry that he spent a whole year just uh, learning football when in fact he had not done that at all. Okay, and then he admitted to it later. Hmm. Uh, he's done nothing positive for the Cowboys. The only thing that he that anybody could possibly like is the fact that he doesn't talk very much, which makes uh, Jerry Jerry likes because he gets to consolidate more of the headlines. But then he always double da- doubles down after every stupid thing he did, uh, including you know after this this end of the game last night. Uh, you can be mad about many, many choices they made. Okay. Um, and Mike McCarthy and the coaching staff, Mike McCarthy as the head coach, is responsible for those choices. Uh, he blamed the officials for not getting the ball spotted. Which, I think that's uh, a valid complaint. 
Like you're talking it about when they got so. the uh, the delay of game. The guy was standing on the ball yeah, up until um, like one and a half seconds left, and then he cleared uh, out just in time. Not the delay of game. Okay, because that I was, was the one I thought he was the, complaining about. He was complaining about that, but he was also complaining. Uh, and I have other issues. That's actually my biggest issue: is that play. Okay. Um, that play, the Cowboys convert a fake punt. Right. And instead of running the offense on the field to play offense. They kept the offense on the side and lined up in some weird formation with the punter at quarterback. I don't know what they were trying to do. Were they trying to draw the other side, team off sides? Were they trying to do something, make them burn a timeout? Like it was just weird. And then with about 10 seconds left, all the, the punting team ran to the sideline and yeah. the offense ran on. And then, of course, it took too long and, and there was a weird thing spotting the ball and they took it away and gave penalty. The five yard penalty didn't hurt. The 30 seconds they wasted just fucking around trying to be cute yeah. when you're down two touchdowns uh, inside of whatever time that was. Anytime in the fourth quarter was what was so unbelievably yeah, yeah, yeah. infuriating. Like, what are you doing? What are we thinking here? What is what is the best case scenario? That you get it offsides and you get five out? yards? Or fi- they burn a timeout? Like, what is what are they even thinking about? What is the benefit of it? I agree with that one hundred percent. I think the the sloppy the sloppy uh, slob just was so embarrassed him, because huh? because uh, well no it's, it's, he got so embarrassed two weeks ago when uh, when KK when Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> pulled one off over on him and, and made him burn a timeout he's like oh we'll do that no dude you don't do that when you're down two touchdowns you do that when you're ahead you can kind of. You can mess with the other team. You can yeah. afford to give up five yards. You can afford to give up when they're desperate, the not clock. when you're desperate. It was just infuriating. And then, of course, like if you want to, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, they they immediately blamed the the quarterback sneak call on uh, at the end of the game on um, on the offensive coordinator saying it was call from above and McCarthy. You know quickly shifted blame to Kellen Moore and said he was shocked that it didn't work. And, you know, he defended, you want to be running a Hail Mary play from the 50 yard line, or do you want to run five verticals from the 25 yard line? So that's the decision. It's the right decision. First of all, his numbers are wrong. It was a 16 yard play. Mm. So it would have been from the 40 yard line Two, I would rather have two or three shots from the 40 yard line than one shot from the 25. I mean, what, what are we doing? And then everybody, including Chris Sims on NBC, comes out and says, you know, I played for six teams in the NFL. And all six of them, the rule was you cannot run a play inbounds and hope to spike the ball with less than 18 seconds on the clock when it starts. Mm. And that play started with 14 seconds. So you can blame the referees for not getting in the way or doing whatever. But when a guy who says, I've played for six teams and we all had the exact same rule, says the, the clock is 18 seconds and you try and do it at 14 and then you blame someone else. It's so infuriating. I hate this man. His team didn't play well, though. The offense as a whole looked pretty bad. C.D. Lamb looked like he was almost throwing the game to me. Like he was dropping balls. I know he came up kind of gimpy on the one catch that he did have, which was a pretty big catch. But man, did they just struggle and like, and from every like aspect of it, if you're looking at their box score here, they barely established a run game. 
They didn't, I mean, Zach went 23 for 43, 254, touchdown a pick. Like, there's not really even anything on the offensive side of the ball that you can point to as a great outing. I guess Dalton Schultz had seven for 89, but that's what you hang your hat on is this extremely good, potent offense, and it just never really got going. They couldn't get anything Well, here's, here's what the Cowboys are consistent in doing. Okay. Uh, getting penalized, mm-hmm. a franchise playoff, high 14 times yesterday. Mm. Uh, of course, they were consistent doing this because they entered the uh, the game Sunday as the most penalized team in the NFL. Yeah, They do that really well under their terrible, sloppy slob of a head coach. I hate him, Brad. Do you think he's going Even to be Jerry fired Jones. in the offseason? Do you think that's the move I hope made? he's fired today. I can't believe he still has a job right now. Do you, is it Jerry possible? Jones, is it something that you expect to happen? What's his, the terms of his contract right now? I don't know. Jerry's got enough money. You can get rid of these guys anytime. Uh, Even Jerry had perspective. He said, the team shouldn't have been in the position for that last play to be something controversial, so I'm not going to make it bigger than it is. Uh, I actually agree with Jerry Jones. Mm, mm, mm. That's something. (sighs) Like, what in the world? What are we doing here? Yeah, he's on a five-year contract. So, I mean... No, I mean, you noted. fire him. It doesn't matter. I mean, these football coaches get fired. That's true. Uh, and, and this is a pro football coach. Like, Jerry can buy him out or do something. It's not like these, they're tax dollars in stake or, you know, this isn't a university that's uh, running a deficit on their, their athletic department and can't afford to fire a coach. Like, Jerry can write the check. And if he cares, he should. Yeah. Interesting. Any other thoughts on no. this game besides that you're just d- distraught? No, and not unhappy? really. I mean, I, you know, just to, to put a bow on this, we've now watched the Cowboys play 18 games this season. Mm-hmm. They're just not very good. Like, they look good against inferior opponents. Uh, they, you know, went 6 0 in their shitty division. We saw how good the Eagles were yesterday. They sucked too. You know, the Cowboys can't beat anyone. And, and in the two years that Mike McCarthy has been there, it's just been one disaster after another, one embarrassment after another. And uh, I've just had enough. I think that's fair. Man, did the the running game of the 49ers look superb between uh, Mitchell and Debo Samuel? Uh, those two guys are game changers. Debo, I mean, I know I'm not saying anything out of the ordinary here or out of the, it's extraordinary. Everybody gets this, but Debo Samuel is just a monster, man. He's just so hard to stop in all facets of the game. So what a game changer he is. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And the 49ers use him well. They move him all over the field. They hand him the ball. What was wrong with the 49ers to start the season? Like, why weren't they doing these things to start the season? I remember they came out just so flat to begin the season, and then, yeah, they came into shape here at just entering the playoffs. So, I guess that's kind of what you want is is to hit your stride entering the playoffs and pull off an upset right off the bat. So, what, the winner of this goes to Green Bay, right? Can I play a clip for you, Brad? (laughs) What what was that? Uh, This is a clip of uh, Stephen A. Smith and Michael Irvin today on first take. Sounded like a dog Uh, fight. Okay. Well, just it basically is. And listen to – so essentially – uh, Steven is just laughing and Michael is upset, uh, you know, personally upset. Mm-hmm. And then Steven just starts playing a bunch of clips of Cowboys fans looking dejected and laughing. So here, and with 
dramatic music behind it. So here's this clip. Okay. Hey, it hurt me there to the floor. I didn't get an emotional watching that. That hurt God. me to the floor for real. Again. For real, that hurt God. me. Shut again. Shut in those hands like that. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. I don't produce it. Come on, just shut in. Stop it. This is hurting my ear. Oh, oh my God, man. That was a great people. That's beautiful. Alright, cut it. Look at the sister right there. That's my favorite word right there. Y'all ain't y'all ain't worth a damn. That's what that look is. That's what that look is right there. Leave it to the sister to be real, right? You see that orange oh, show with the blue wig on. That's look at this brother right here. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Cut it, Micah. This hurt my brain. Okay. It's misery to listen to that. Kevin Clark, who who works for The Ringer, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Tweeted this out and said, this is perfect television. This is prestige TV. I could watch this for hours. It really is. That's pretty good. Mm. Steven Uh, is a big Eagles guy, yeah? Is that why he's so happy about the Cowboys being in dejected i mean it's just Stephen a is wearing a cowboy hat he's laughing like a bond villain like they really are leaning into the pro wrestling portion of this yeah he's cackling uh, but it doesn't matter i mean the cowboys are trash so it's you know there's not really much else to say you know that sounded and, uh, more like an episode of like jerry springer like they had just re- announced who the the uh, baby's father was or something that's what it sounded like to my my mm-hmm. broken eardrums after listening to that yuck well let's run through Let's through, run through the other game okay. uh, so far. Well, we can start with tonight. There's a Monday night game for some reason. I, I've yet to meet anybody who thinks it's a good idea to have a Monday night football game tonight. But <laughs> Okay. Like, do you, I, I don't understand. Why are we doing this? Mm. I'm excited to watch football me, tonight. I'm, I'm happy that there's programming on this evening, but it doesn't really do it for me. I'm happy, just as happy having it loaded over the weekend. Um it does make it harder to recap uh, Wild Card Weekend with a game on Monday, but whatever. We'll, we'll roll with the blows. I saw somebody said, like, oh, this is just a, a lead conspiracy to, to, you know, make the Rams work on a, a short schedule or something. It's like, no, the only league, the only thing conspiratorial is the way that the league can make as much money as possible. <laughs> and uh, so we have a Monday night game. It's the Rams. Three and a half point favorite against the Cardinals in a division matchup for the third time. I think these teams split in the regular season. Correct. This game in LA. Do you have any thoughts on this one, Brad? We talked about it at nauseum with Mitch uh, earlier this week when we did the Algo episode. Um, but yeah, the more recent victor was the Rams. I I kind of like the Rams in this spot. But what are your thoughts, Micah? How do you feel about the game? Uh, I would be inclined. I, three and a half seems like a half point too many. Really. really? I see. I think it's uh, I think, totally fine. Yeah, Rams at home. I think the Rams probably are a be- little bit better football team. Uh, but I mean, would would be we'd be surprised? If Matthew Stafford threw three picks tonight, and they lost. We would not. I wouldn't be. No. Staff has I would anticipate bad, this man. to be a close game. Yeah. What's that? I would, just Stafford has looked awful the last couple of games. Yeah. So that's the big question mark. If he can pull himself together and whatever's wrong with him, whatever's ailing him, if he can get that righted, then that team's a totally different ball club. Otherwise, they're in big trouble because uh, Arizona looks healthy and they've got their 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 running backs are both, I think, at full health in Connors and Edmonds. And, yeah, I think that definitely the Cardinals could come in here and, and make them look silly unless Stafford can really turn his shit around. So we'll see. 
I like the Rams, though. Indeed. I think Stafford shows up. Well, that's that's good. I think it should be a close game. I feel like the Cardinals always play close games. Yeah. So, for the record, uh, the Algos got the Arizona Cardinals in this game. So take oh, that okay, as you good. will. I like the Rams in this spot, though. Uh, oh, man. ESPN is just auto-playing every time I mute everything. Oh, they just they can't help themselves. Uh, all right. Let's start with the Saturday games. The Bengals uh, end up winning a game that was a little bit closer than it really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26-19. They were in control pretty much the whole way uh, against the Raiders. Their first and the Bengals' first playoff win since 1991. Yeah. Jesus. Isn't that wild? A long time. We were talking about yeah. this as the Joe ba- the uh, Bo Jackson curse because that was the last time uh, they won a playoff game. They injured Bo Jackson. They broke his hip and it was the end of his career. So, uh, Oh, man. And that was the Raiders versus Bengals. So we've got a uh, redemption here. Or at least they've broken the curse of uh, no playoff wins in 30 years. So uh, kudos to the Bengals. Uh, I liked the Bengals in this game. The Algo actually had the Raiders, unfortunately, for our our betting purposes. But uh, any thoughts on this one? Um, hey, the Bengals look good. Yeah. Joe Burrow's a stud, They're man. Good, I mean, man. I, I don't They're know. young and good. I, you know, I don't know what else there is to say. Um, uh, Jamar Chase, monster. Uh, yeah, you would think <laughs> that the Raiders would have guarded him. Like he he made like six <laughs> catches in the first the first drive. Like cover that guy. Yeah, you're gonna want to stop that guy. What I mean, what are we even doing out here, fam? It's hard to say, but uh, they didn't do it, so they lost uh, twenty six nineteen. I think the Raiders uh, celebrated their Super Bowl last week. Their win uh, getting into the playoffs. I think that was enough for them. So they it, they kind of just packed it in. It seemed like to me. Although they played them competitively, but yeah, they needed to control that defensive line. They needed to get uh, into the offensive line, and they did not do so, or at least they didn't do it well enough. Jamar Chase going off. So yeah, they look good. Yeah, I, I mean, and I like watching Joe Burrow. He's in control. He's, he's a stud, man. We shouldn't be surprised, but so they've got the uh, Titans in the next round. Uh, they play. Saturday There's no reason they can't. No reason they can't win that football game. You think? Is I think I'm pretty sure uh, that the Titans have their running back back. So yes, Henry is back at practice, and they said they're going to give him the ball a thousand times. So that's uh, quite frightening if you're a, a Bengals fan. That the while the Titans have been rolling without him, with him, they're a completely different team. They're, I mean, that's that's worrisome if if you're the Bengals. I would think so. Whatever. Anytime you're going to play the top division seed or the top seed in the division, it is what it is. Uh, and they've got to go to the Titans, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. Indeed, we will. You want uh, the to go other to the next game, Saturday? Yeah. The other Sunday game was the Bills kicking the shit out of the Patriots, 47-17 <laughs> in the game. that didn't even feel that close. The Bills just whipped that ass. Hard to believe a Bill Belichick team would get embarrassed like this ever, especially in the playoffs, uh, the Bills get their revenge for that previous game where they lost in the snow at home, and uh, the Pats went through the ball three times. Not a whole lot to say here other than Buffalo looks pretty damn good. Yeah, really fucking good. Josh Allen and looks I mean, like a Buffalo, beast. Yeah. Buffalo, Kansas City next week is going to be pretty fun. That is going to be an awesome game. I hadn't even thought about that. Are they playing Saturday again? Let's see, Sunday. <clears throat> Sunday at 5.30, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That'll be a good one. Uh, that'll be a, the premier game of the week. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You have anything else to say other than <laughs> Buffalo looks good and the Patriots just I mean, the Patriots came limping into the playoffs. They they hit their stride midseason. It didn't last. This was the outcome I kind of expected. Not this many points. Forty seven giving up forty seven is crazy in that kind of weather, but thus this is how it plays out. So forty seven seventeen, Josh Allen versus Mac Jones, uh the veteran better quarterback prevailed, so it is what it is. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buccaneers 31, Eagles 15 in the early Sunday game. This game, uh, a bit of a snoozer. It was 17 nothing at halftime. I mean, it, yeah, I guess they it didn't score. 31 nothing before the fourth quarter. Exactly. It was a, it was a twomp in plus. The, the Eagles didn't score until the fourth quarter. They put up 15. Uh, so they lost 31-15. Like this was over very early. And this is inevitable because I, I don't want to like be mean or anything. Okay, but the Eagles are just running the the offense that Oklahoma runs. They, they've just been running the Jalen Hurts Oklahoma offense. Okay, so which is one dimensional running. Be, it might be good enough to get you to nine and seven in the regular season, but up against a team that needs to that that a Super Bowl caliber team, they're gonna whip your ass. And if you get punched in the mouth and you can't throw the football at all, you're dead. And so you got to wonder if, if here you are in year two of Jalen Hurts, I think he was a high second round pick. Yes. Uh, do you do you draft another quarterback and start over? Do you commit to this for another year? Was this the ceiling, if you're an Eagles fan, of how good this team can be with that offense? Like, I think it might be. I don't know mm-hmm. if they can win more than nine games with Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts uh, continues not, to get better as a passer. I think that they continue to invest in his future. I think he's a good asset in terms of what his salary is. I think that he is a, a very capable quarterback and he's hard to prepare for because of his legs. Um, I, I don't know that you're going to get somebody in the draft that's better than uh, what's the, what's the guy's name? That's a backup that has the mustache from uh, Wazoo. Uh, uh, Minshew. Minshew. I don't think you're even going to draft anyone better than Minshew out of this draft, depending on whether, I guess the Eagles do have a bunch of draft assets, draft capital, but yeah, I I expect them to continue to develop Hurts and put more and more uh, time and energy into that passing game because if he can get that going, uh, he's a, a formidable problem for uh, defenses. So we'll see. I'm curious too. Uh, Buccaneers rolling forward. Uh, and then uh, we talked about the Cowboys and Niners, the game last night, which wasn't very close and was, again, another game that was over at halftime. Mm. Uh, the Chiefs, Low past the Steelers, 42-21. Steelers actually scored first here, and then the Chiefs came back with three unanswered touchdowns in the first half. They scored again in the second half. Um, the Chiefs looked <laughs> awfully good. Yeah, 21 in the second good. quarter, they and then they put 21 defense, in the so. second half, too. Yeah, 42 is a, a – uh, that's a lot of points to give up as a Steeler defense, which they, is a good unit. They showed a stat that after, like, the first six or seven games, and I think the Chiefs started the season – Three and four. Okay. Um, they were last in the NFL in defense, and then in the last whatever last twelve games after that, they were first in the NFL in defense. Yeah, and they acquired a big time player on the defensive line, if I recall, and that was like the turning point for the Chiefs' defense. So, yeah, that helps to have a uh, a game changing player like a like a Michael Parsons or whatever. So, sounds like that's what uh, got them going. So the Chiefs have got young linebackers to make plays. Uh, we had Nick Bolton from Missouri make a big touchdown last He is last great, week. man. And then their other young linebacker made a big big uh, fumble recovery uh, last night. They're, 
they're, uh, the Chiefs have got some players. Chiefs and Bills next week is going to be fun. It was Melvin Ingram, I think, is who they acquired that turned around the defense. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the, quickly the, uh, the schedule for next week. Set, two Saturday games, two Sunday games. Bengals-Titans, Saturday at 3.30 Central Time. Uh, Niners-Packers In the evening uh, from slot. Lambeau at 7.15. And then Sunday, you've got the winner of tonight's game uh, between the NFC West teams uh, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the early window and then the late window. Bills and Chiefs, prime time, baby. We might have to go have a beer and watch that one. Oh, you're going to leave your house? Uh, you might have to find you might have to find me at Lavaca Street for that. Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I can get you further than toss, but you I know, might have to come to, to get you out the house. If too. it's if it's a promise of getting to hang with you, I'm in. I will I will venture one street over to South Congress to Lavaca Street just for you. All right, all right. We'll, uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to stick to this here. Okay. Nice. Uh, you got anything I think else that's going? Pretty much it. Yeah. Do you have any other sports you want to talk about? John Morant is amazing. Uh, yeah, just falling out of control. I would That's like to see him in, in person in the man. NBA right now. I would like to see yeah. his uh, his physical abilities in person. That uh, when he pinned that ball off the backboard, like basically put his eyebrow on the backboard. Uh, it's really something. It's something you need to see in person to really re- uh, appreciate it, or in slow motion on I Instagram because so. that was tight. Uh, yeah. Other than that, check out uh, Mind of Micah. Okay. Check out Micah's Read of the Week. Mm-hmm. Go to Early Bird cbd.com slash new year save 20% nice and uh, let me play yeah. you out good episode Let's big get guy get out of here hopefully Mike McCarthy's fired by the next time we speak <laughs> okay fingers crossed Just probably for you. not though yeah thank you until next time mm, bye bye thanks for listening <laughs>